You are now locked in to another episode of The Real Soulful Podcast with Joe Wrights. Well, yeah, we've got a big guest in the building today. Uh, I'm not going to introduce her. She's going to introduce herself. <laughs> we've got we've got in stew in the studio today. Oh, hey guys, my name's Kia. I am a personal finance guru, personal uh, personal public speaker, and the creator of the platform Pennies to Pounds. How many times have you mastered that intro? Well, clearly I didn't master it over that, didn't I? Hey, <laughs> but now I want to say thank you for coming on today. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, we got this is a big, big guest. <laughs> I've seen you about for a minute. I feel like everybody knows. I wouldn't say how you came onto the scene, quote unquote, but obviously, like people kind of um, picked up who you were yeah. when you made your um, your thread on yes. health biases. Yep. I feel like that's where. Did you notice that? that I don't know how many times you told the story, innit? Um, no, in terms I'm of like, said it. Uh, go on, real quick. So that you're absolutely right. That's yeah. pretty much how everything came to be. So basically, I've been talking about finance from like 2018 mm-hmm. on social. Stopped on YouTube. 2019 came. Talked about us was closing. A couple friends who knew I was talking about before mm. asked me to explain it to them. I asked them what's the best way to do that. They said create a thread on Twitter, then put it on Instagram. That's what mm. I did. Made it. Didn't use it. I had like less than a thousand followers at the time, but use it. Screenshot it. Put it on my story. Was working at the time. Put my phone away for like four or five hours, came back. Came back on. I had thousands of retweets, thousands of mentions. My <laughs> followers have gone from like 800 to 6,000. That's a, that's I a was part like, of Twitter what? still, I can't lie. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter did you good. What, like, wow. What, what led you to do that though? Was it a thing where you just wanted to inform people on ISIS or? You mean the thread in particular? Yeah, like what led you to just make the thread in general? Um, well, it was more, yeah, I just wanted to inform people because it's closing. I was like, guys, yeah. this is actually what it is. Even if you don't know if you're going to use it, just open it mm-hmm. because once it goes, it goes. Mm-hmm. So that's more what, what I wanted to do, kind of raise awareness. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So has finance always been a thing like, because I feel like a lot of people who are into these kind of things, I feel like obviously one, they do it to educate, but some of them, I don't know if, if this is their, their passion, quote unquote, or just something yeah, they yeah. love doing. You say like, this is something you actually enjoy doing hundred percent. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've had many different side hustles. I'm someone who, like, I just have an entrepreneurial spirit. I always have been. Mm-hmm. And this is probably one thing I'd say, like, I have a passion. And I think I realized I had a passion for it. Not until I got to sixth form okay. and I started studying economics, even though it's not personal, personal finance. Mm-hmm. I find it so interesting. I remember I was, I find it so hard in the beginning, obviously because it's like macro and all that. Yeah. But I find it so interesting. I was like, you know what, this is me. And I really <laughs> want to do it in university. It's so weird to get so many people that are in, <laughs> like love to talk about finance, you know. I was so happy and I really wanted to do it in uni, yeah. but I also wanted to do a language. And okay. there was no unis that did economics and French. So I had to do business in French yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah, Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So obviously you're here today. I don't know, so many people, we were just talking about it before we start, but I know so many people, when they have you on, obviously finance is the go-to, yeah. that's your expertise. Um, who is Kia outside of finance though? If it's on to ask you, like, who are you like outside of finance? What would you say? You, would you um, say? I am someone who likes to eat. I like food. You know, I was going to talk about that today. <laughs> you know what I'm going to talk about? We'll okay. get onto that still. Say that, continue, continue. <laughs> I'm someone who likes food. <laughs> I like to laugh. All right. Um, I am just a bubbly person. Like, I guess mm. my friends would describe me, like my friends always say like, I... I'm the laughing soul of the party. When a party, Bro, when I, I no, Kia, no, Kia comes to turn up, you know. No, when I when I walk into a party, everyone's like, yeah, okay, the party's starting. Kia's here. That's me. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of food, um, not gonna lie, I went on your page one time, <laughs> and yeah, let's just say I've been seeing a very uh favorite real, do we call it episode <laughs> series? I don't know what we're calling it, but for those that don't know, obviously Kia's been on a mission to find the best Chinese spot. Yes. Um, in London. Uh, it's in the UK, but right in the now, UK. Like, okay, so we're in lockdown. How's that London. going? Tell me how's that going. So I've done, I think I've done seven or eight episodes now of those. Mm. 
And do you know what? It's good. But I feel like a lot of people think that their place is the best. And I'm traveling there. Where have you been to so far? So I've been... I've done my area. So I've done like East London, which I, I knew already. Yeah. Then I went to Golden Palace in Peckham. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's the top at the moment. I can't lie. Top at the moment. Sir, I've been to Dagenham. Sir, I've, been, I've been about. I've been about. Um, I saw something crazy. I can't even lie to you. You tried a spot that had the food hygiene of like what? One? I think it was... One star or yeah, something. Yeah, it was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I mean. Like, <laughs> people don't even realise where they're eating. Like, obviously, this is people's local. And when I tell you about five oh people recommended it to me. Days. Five people recommended it to me. And then when I started showing hygiene rates, they were like... <laughs> What do you eat there? Why did you you, what led you to try that? Because that's the whole point of this. Was year. it nice? Um, it wasn't horrible. I wouldn't say it was nice. Food with bad hygiene spots, not gonna lie, Loki, they'd be hitting store. Oh, I say that and I was just like They'd be hitting store. They'd be hitting store. No, but that in particular, it wasn't amazing. And I knew it. That's the thing. Like it's, it's one in my area. So I knew it was bad because I had a traumatizing experience when I was in like year nine, year ten with it. Right. But I said, you know what? You're real. That's, that's what you call I'll risk taking for real. Yeah, for real. I'll go back. That's so mad. But um, yeah, so apart from food, what else would you say describes Kia? Like who Said you're the life of the party. Yeah. I'm guessing you like um, to go out, so lockdown is. Yeah. Has like that has that been it. a? No, not really. Dampened like, your experience of like you know traveling and things like that. Traveling, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I love travel, um, but no, not overly. Like, cause I do enjoy my own company, so okay, I don't mind. Okay, okay. Would you say you're a people's person or you like to keep to yourself more time? I think I'm a healthy mix of the two. Okay. okay. Like when I'm out, I'm social, but yeah. equally I don't so mind being just, at home. Looking between yeah. the two. All right, let's do some icebreakers in it. Just so I thought this would, this would be fun. Okay, go on. Let me find these real quick. Okay, uh, where are they? All right, cool. I got a couple questions. Okay. Answer honestly, you're on the pod. Don't yeah, come yeah, and lie on the no, pod. I, you're I, I, good. I wouldn't. No, no. All right, cool. Say that. Uh, first question is, what is one <laughs> what is one article of clothing that someone could wear that would make you walk out on a date? Um, like if you was on a date with a guy and he wore something, <laughs> yeah, something crazy, what is it? Um, I didn't realize until my friend brought up the other day, Timberlands. Don't like Tims. Why not? What's wrong with Tims? This is not for me. Like unless we're going, I'll be hiking. Why are you wearing no, them? She said unless we're hiking, boy. So <laughs> guys, if you're trying to be in Kia's DMs, don't be wearing Tims, bro. Uh, your most used emoji. Um, pretty laughing face. Okay. Okay. Or the white heart. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, ever been told you look like someone famous, and if so, who? No. Never been told you like someone famous? No. Interesting. What would the title of your autobiography be? That's a deep Oh, that's a big one. Um, a type of my autobiography story. would be... I don't know. Right now, this chapter will be Where the Money Resides. But I couldn't take that whole <laughs> autobiography. Know, I swear, this was definitely supposed to happen because this is what I was planning on telling this episode still. <laughs> so nobody tried to take that one for me. I, I plan on doing that. Um... Would you rather be the smartest person or the funniest person in the room? Ooh. Smartest or funniest? Yeah. Probably funniest. Really? Yeah. That's so weird that you're saying that. I've asked people this so many times. People say they'd rather be the smart. Why would you rather be the sm funniest person than the smartest person? Um, Remember, like they're, they're both extremes. So you're yeah, either yeah, very no, funny and, and very dumb. Oh, you're very, oh, very smart. dumb. <laughs> you're very smart and okay, okay. The reason why you're I'd not say, funny. Okay, the reason why I say funniest is because people who are funny tend to be more social and in life it's about who you know who not you what, know, you know. what you know so word, there word, are people word, who word, are unqualified word, in positions word 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 word, word. all right um we did another one word association so i'm gonna say out some words here you're just gonna don't think just say what comes to mind go for it all right first one is london um big ben second one is black white <laughs> 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 inspiration um 
Oh, I don't know. I fought too hard for this one. Family. Oh, that that next word, family. Because you took too long. Sorry, I don't crazy. Want it to... All right, crazy. Crazy. Yeah. God. All powerful. Jeans. Tight. Snow. Wet. Wine. Oh, tasty. <laughs> Food. Tasty. You're funny. But um, yeah. All right, cool. Let's get into what we want to talk about today. I had a few things that I want to talk about, so yeah. we'll try and cover as much as we can. Yeah. Um, Obviously, for those that know, obviously Kia is our financial guru, yeah. as we like to say, breaking down everything to do with finance to make things, I guess, more understandable. Um, I feel like one thing I've definitely been noticing is um, financial literacy in terms of like the black, black community and obviously... Um, Kia's just done something before we started, but obviously I won't, I won't say what that is, but yeah, yeah. people will, people will probably see it. Um, so I just wanted to ask you in terms of like financial, okay, what would you define as financial literacy or if someone was, if you called yourself financially literate, what does that, what does that imply? Um, what does that you mean? are someone who has an understanding of finances. So not necessarily on a macro scale, but like personal finances. Okay. So how to manage your, how to manage your own finances yeah. and how to go about setting up your like finances, like bills, mortgages, all those kind of things. Mm. Do you, do you, do you feel like, I guess within the black community, do you feel like uh, a lot of people, this, this is your own yeah. personal experience or your own personal view as well. Do you feel like a lot of us are financially literate or do you think that's something where, that's something that's coming of age right now where people are starting to become financially literate? Um, I think you're absolutely right. The second yeah. part, I think people are becoming a lot more financially, financially literate. literate. But when I was at university, mm -hmm. even in sixth form, it was evident that people just kind of just go with the flow. And there was this big emphasis on people kind of like spending their money, you know, like I want the newest design of this, I want this and that. And there wasn't much on saving. And I remember it was really weird. People found it weird that I, I was saving. I put my money away, saving my money, even at university. So what you putting your money away yeah, for? Yeah, we were like, common stuff to spend on. And I'm like, but I don't want it. Like, it's not that deep. What you putting your money away for? Do you, why do you think, why do you think finance scares the black community? I, I mean, this is, I wouldn't, I don't want to, I don't want to generalize, but obviously yeah. this is something that I get or this is just my own like view of finances. Do yeah. you do you believe like finance finance scares a lot of us within the black community? Is it something that we're afraid to talk about? Is it almost taboo to talk about finances? Yeah, so obviously I can only speak on the black community because yeah, I'm black. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. I think in the black community it's definitely taboo. Like I have friends who have only now started speaking to me because of what I do. Flip but before hell. I didn't know some of the situations that they're in. I have friends who are in incredible amounts of debt who yeah. have been suffering in silence because it's not the thing we talk about. Like you just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think it's a huge taboo. I mean, we, we, we really see rappers who are showing off their chains, but then if you're struggling, no one's, no <laughs> no one's saying anything. No one wants to get involved. See what I, mean? that is hilarious. I think people think to be financially literate, you have to be investing or you have to understand investing. Um, I think that's, that's more where people say, yeah, yeah I know about finances, yeah, yeah. I invest. I was like, uh, okay. our traders, them. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, there's, there's more, as you said, there's more yeah, to financial yeah, literacy yeah, yeah. than just knowing how to invest. Uh, what's like your best tip in terms of people who are wanting to in, um, to save or manage money well? I just feel like it's the best way to go about it. If you're a beginner, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're a brand new beginner, if you don't save, then like the, the number one tip I say is just start saving. Mm. Like, it's not about an amount. I thought people say, when I earn a certain amount, then That's I'll start saving. Start saving. Yeah, 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 there is though. no amount. Because you're never going to reach that goal amount. Just start, start putting away money. It can mm. be, you can put away a pound a week. Yeah, I think I've heard. You, I think I've heard you, you say that, that one heard, time. Yeah. Like you, you start, you start, start with small. what? Yeah, what you, what you, whatever you can afford. That's very um, true. And if you're looking to actually budget your money, then you need to be intentional. Mm. Whatever you do, you need to be intentional. So you need to say, right, I'm actually going to start budgeting. I'm going to get a spreadsheet. I'm going to write things down and actually plan out your finances. Because I, I notice a lot of people will shy away from it because mm -hmm. they don't want to come to the like actuality. And I remember I used to think it was a joke when people said, "Oh, I don't go my, my banking app," like so I don't see the balance. <laughs> but now I realize people actually avoid their banking app and just. Hey, man, I'm not trying to look into the banking app. Yeah, but you need to just. 
be Don't intentional and say, you know what, what? even if it's in a negative, I need yeah. to deal with it. I need to just look mm. at it and deal with it and figure out how I'm going to move forward. You know, so crazy because I feel like me, especially yeah, in terms of finances, isn't it? I always used to feel like, and people used to get onto me, even my boys now, they used to get onto me this for so long. It's like, I never used to, I never used to spend money if I felt like I didn't need this. Do you get it? Mm. But some people can sometimes misconstrue that as you being stingy. Yeah. Do you feel like that's something you get a lot, like within obviously what you do, like because you speak so much on saving. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like there's a there's a there's a border between saving yeah. and then somebody looking at you as like stingy, like oh enjoy yourself, like have fun. Yeah, da, 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 da. No, what well, well, I, I always like to have say the happy medium. You need to save. I think everyone should have emergency yeah, fund. Yeah. And I feel like the pandemic has highlighted that because we didn't have that. Um, but I do think. That you're allowed to treat yourself. I mean, I mm. treat myself. I'd, I'd be a hypocrite if I said, put away all of your money, don't you spend don't a single thing because I spend money. So that I'd be hypocritical. Big facts, so big you facts. just have to find a happy medium because a lot of people find themselves spending more and they're like, oh, I can't help it. It's online shopping. I'm like, you can help it. Yeah. So maybe instead of spending eight times a month, why not bring it down to one or two times and then bring down the amount of that basket? What do you think your, are your, your top three tips for people who want to start saving? What would you, what would you say? Uh, well, number one, what I said, just yeah. save regardless of the amount. Number two is to automate your savings. I think okay. doing it manually, you're not going to do it. Let's be real. Automate in terms of... So like get, get get some sort of app. So I use my number one, everyone knows I use Plum or use like Monzo or Starling, whatever yeah, you have, yeah. we can turn on roundups. Just something which every time you spend, yeah. it puts away money puts or puts away money. money every week, something yeah. like that. So you don't have to worry about it. Um, and then number three is to probably have a goal. I find mm. a lot of people, when mm. you're getting into savings, it's that hard to just save for no reason. I can yeah. save for no reason because I've been doing this for years. But if you're new to this, you need to have a goal. So I have, mm. you know, on Monzo, you can customise the pots and have a picture there. If you know what you're saving for, then it makes it easier to yeah. actually put that money Kia knows how to start a store. So even though men are listed, <laughs> take, take notes, bro. Get your bloody pen and paper. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wanted to also touch on about, I guess, money within the back community. And I feel like I remember you speaking on something to do with... Um, um, okay, first of all, I'll ask you this. Do you feel like especially to do with like the whole Black Lives Matter movement, yeah? Do you feel like, as a result of that, do you feel like a lot of people were starting to circulate their money more within the black community? Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, people are more intentional with their spending, yeah. Do you, do you, are you an advocate for people to to buy black? Of course. I, I mean, I'd be, it'd be crazy if I said no. Do you, no, the only reason I ask you this is because I feel like a lot of people who proclaim that they do, obviously, the thing that happened, especially during BLM, something I noticed a lot was performative activism. Yeah. So a lot of people doing things, I guess, quote unquote, for the attention. Yeah, yeah. When it says just to appeal to the masses, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm just asking whether like you're actually a strong advocate for, for buying black. Like, so People know, yeah. Yeah, so because yeah. I feel like, I don't know what the stat was 100%, but I know that a lot of money is generated within the black community. I think it's like 10... 10 billion, I something think it's like 10 that. 10 billion, and something like it leaves. I, I put up the stat on my Twitter yeah. last year, and it was something like money within the black community stays in the black community for mm. less than a day. I think it's like 21 hours, something like that. And Damn, that's crazy. We, like, I think something like the, the percentage is something like 97% of our money mm. leaves. So only 3% actually stays in the black community when we get our money in. That's so mad. Crazy. That's actually it's so the lowest mad. out of every ethnic group. How how do you go about buying black? Because I feel like it's very hard because we have so we have such a big con conglomerate in terms of like so many mm -hmm. of these big 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 businesses who basically I guess control the market. Yeah. How would you advise somebody I guess to put their money back into the community? Well, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that you could switch everything. You can't. I yeah, mean, there are some yeah. things. Amazon is like everyone's <laughs> Amazon for the speed for everything they've got. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But the things that you can wait for. Yeah. So for example, if I wanted to buy, I don't know, some candles, for example, mm. I could go on Amazon. 
and I could pay premium. True. But now I can use that same premium and go to a black owned business. Mm. I'm helping a business. I don't need it fast because obviously you have to understand as well what a lot of people slander is that small businesses, it's going to take them some time to yeah, get them, themselves up and running. So if they take three, five days to send them out, that's okay. Mm. But it's just about being more intentional. So if I need something really fast, I'm still going to default to Amazon because they have the upper hand there. At least you're honest. Certain no, man no, out here. Some... It's, it's the truth. Like, no, it's no, no one can sit here and say, you know, I'm going to cut out. I mean, some people can, mm. but realistically, no one can say, I'm going to cut out Amazon completely and just shop you know black businesses because some businesses are going to send you your thing a week later so if you can wait then that's great if you need something speedy you're going to default but it's just be more intentional there, there, there was a question this, this might be a bit off topic there was a question about um people's i guess pro-blackness and whether you can consider yourself pro-black if you don't buy black owned um i think would you would you first of all would you agree with the definition that i guess if you're pro-black you're everything for the black community or would you say there are, there are, I guess, there are borders or they're like, how would I describe it? Because the emphasis is that if you're 100% pro-black, everything you do is for the black community. So if you buy outside of the black community, you can't really call yourself pro-black. Okay. Do you get it? Okay, so I'd counter with, I don't fully agree with that. Yeah, go on. Because there are extremes in everything. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm a Christian, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But I may not go to church every, every week. Okay. And I sin. Because I'm I'm a human, mm -hmm. so because I don't go to church every single week and I don't pray. This is real transparency right yeah, here, still, no, no, but, Yeah, but no, no, talk you Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna yeah, shy yeah. away from it. But because I don't do that, does that mean that I'm no longer a Christian? I'm, mm -hmm. Am I now now ostracized? I'm not because yeah. there are other Christians who probably sin and sin sin way more than me <laughs> and probably do pretty, pretty things that are a lot worse than me, but will still call themselves a Christian. So hey, I, I don't think you can cut them out. I know whom's I am. Well, I'm just saying that I know me, hilarious. I know my heart. So I know whom's I no am. No one, no one could come and say you know you're not you're not pro black because you don't buy black mm. unless you're sitting here calling calling the police on on black people intentionally. Mm. Then you're not pro black. But I mean. There's, there's extreme to everything. And I think mm. I think that's that's the far extreme. Okay, that's very true. How do you feel about um? How do you feel about social media and its way and and its way in which I guess it circulates or directs how we spend money? How 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 does that come into play? What do you feel like social media is doing for us? Do you think it's more it's more it's more um good than bad? Does it promote more of us? I guess because I will I will feel like. Okay, this is a statement, isn't it? Don't agree with me if you don't feel like this. But I feel like, as, as millennials, as a generation that we are right now, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like a lot of us are very materialistic. And it's not always a bad thing. Well, in my eyes, personally, I wouldn't want to be a materialist person, but I can understand why things are of the essence, quote unquote. Yeah. So do you feel like that's a result of social media? Or do you feel like that's just us being young and dumb and just wanting us to have the finer things like? Or do you think social media is pushing that, is pushing that stigma a bit more? I think social media um, exacerbates that a lot more. So when I was younger, I'm, actually mm -hmm. old. I'm not super old, but <laughs> when I was in school, obviously you, you wanted things, like I wanted things, yeah. but it wasn't that bad. Like the most I wanted was like a Paul, Paul's Boutique bag, which is like 40 pounds. Like, like, it's Paul's nothing. Boutique, no, no, but, but I'm saying when I was like 13, throwback, bro. Yeah, but when I was like 13, that's all I wanted. Yeah. Whereas now, like my brother's younger than me. And when he was that age, mm. he was talking about, can you have a Gucci belt? And I was thinking, are you crazy? But it's just, it's just- Gucci, Gucci. It's come to the time because social media, you see people and you, you, you see, mm all these big influencers who have money, that's yeah. the difference. They have the they money, have money to be able to afford their lifestyle. You see them wearing this, you're like, you know, I want to wear I the same thing. I want this as well. You know, even for going my overdraft, I want to do the same thing. So <laughs> I think- I was going to touch on that. Do you feel like, yeah, as millennials as well, we're also spending obviously beyond our means. Like 100%. a lot of people, a lot of people. I, I, know, I know people who are in tens of thousands worth of debt and Jeez. they're under 25. Boy. Do you see what I mean? 
And it's just like, when you ask them, okay, where did that money go? Did, mm-hmm. did it go to like a business? Did it go to you helping that family or something like where I can say, you know what? I understand that. Mm-hmm. Half of them either don't know where it went or it's just like, oh yeah, I kind of wanted to order this and I got this and yeah, a little bit went here, but most of it went to this. It's like, what, what was the point in getting into that debt? I, I feel like obviously, and this is why I say I can't blame, I can't blame people in it. It's, it's the times that we're in, obviously people, Image, image is, image is, image is a lot. Image tells you a lot about a person. Image is, I guess, the ruling factor, especially on social media. Before you know a person, you, you see bar for bar, yeah, yeah. the first thing you see is them yeah, and see. obviously how yeah. they're presented. So I can obviously understand why people are, are are focusing and concentrating so much more on image and this idea of quote unquote lifestyle. So you agree with the statement, obviously that obviously drip is clean our people. Then is that is that something? Because <laughs> <laughs> we hear this, we hear this bearing it, and we it's like. People are so fixated on wanting to look good. And obviously that ties in with finances because yeah. like you said, you go above your means or you yeah. go beyond what you have in order to, yeah. I guess, appeal to the masses. And I feel like that's becoming such a dangerous thing because it's almost questioning whether we're living for people or we're living for ourselves. You get, so a lot of people will do things and people like to front that they don't do this, but a lot of people, guys and girls included, a lot of people do things for obviously male and female attention. Yeah. So it's like, when it ties into finances, like so many people are willing to compromise their finances mm. for the sake of man, yeah. them, girl, them, whatever it may yeah, be, yeah. in it. Um, have you had any personal experiences of that personally? People you've seen, you yourself, go go above your weight. Yeah, yeah, I have. I I, I know people who have um, taken out multiple different finances to be able to get their partner the newest iPhone or the newest Apple Watch or the newest iPad to to impress them. Mm. And then they've come to me and explained the situation. And obviously I will do my best to help them. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, what if if you was in that position where you now you have multiple other finances, you can't keep up with them. Yeah. But at least, you know, my boyfriend's okay. Happy, my, my, my girlfriend's mm. happy. But, you know, <laughs> how, how does it help that? everyone? No, 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 no. But it, 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 like realistically. So what's the point? No, no realistically, no, I, I don't understand. Like, in my opinion, if anyone... If you're in a relationship, so if we're talking about relationship set, mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship, relationships are meant to be honest, right? And I feel like a lot of people 100%. aren't honest in relationships. So if you're if you're honest with the other person, no matter how embarrassing it may be, you should be able to tell them, you know what, right now I'm not good financially. So even I want to get you the X gift, I can't. I need to get you a smaller one, and when I'm better, I can mm. blah blah. I don't see that there's a problem in that, especially if you two, like if you guys are happy yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. I, I don't think like you you're, should you're, seem like you're good. You're kind of leading. You're you're, you're basically segueing what I was going to ask you next, and answer truthfully. Yeah. Kia. Do broke people deserve love? Also, of course they do. Okay, cool. Of course they do. I, I, I was thinking as long as as long as they are trying to elevate and change the situation. If they, if they're happy with where they are, mm. not 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 that they don't deserve love, but <laughs> they deserve someone on their level. Like you can't go to someone like for example, she if, made it, a if quick it's, disclaimer, if it's um, a, a a guy for example, yeah. and he's not doing well financially, and he goes for a girl, and the girl loves liked him, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. and she's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Most girls will take you. But the only reason that they'll leave you after a period of time is if they see no change in your situation. Like right. as if you're physically not trying to mm. apply for jobs or physically trying to change your situation. If you're happy where you are, because you know, my girl's got money and she takes us out. Yeah, we're cool. Right. Then that's where the girl would be like, you know what? He was broke, blah, blah. That's where you hear those stories because you never want to how change. Many, how many people come to you in terms of like, in terms of financial, I guess, um, help. And obviously it ties in with like their relationships and stuff. How, how does money and love coexist in, like, in your world of finances? Money and love. I think right now a lot of people who come to me are still quite young, so a lot of people are still willing to overlook this. But I've spoken to people who are older. I'm not mm. talking older. I'm talking about I don't know, twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, 
well, not not much older, but kind of in their late twenties, yeah. early thirties. Who now this has become more in a thing, like, and it's it's now more of an issue, and it's almost like a make or break thing. So whilst boy. you're younger, you can get away with it. You can kind of skate it and still oh, have yeah, your, your boy yeah. or your girl, whatever. whatever. <laughs> but when you get older, those are things. Like I, th- I think I saw a percentage somewhere. I can't remember. I can't remember the exact percentage, but yeah. I know it was over half of divorces. I think in the US was down to ma- money. money problems. Yeah, yeah. So boy. it's a big thing. I mean, they say when love is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did, did you not hear? It? Love is sweet, but when money enters, love is love is That's sweet. That's what I'm trying love to say. I was going to say that. Come on. Um, but yeah, okay. You personally speaking, in in terms of like obviously you handling your finances and obviously relationships and stuff like that, um, are you more inclined to date people who? Because I would I would see you as somebody who's obviously very financially literate. Yeah. So are you are you inclined to date people who quote unquote are are not as financially literate as you, or do you expect people to be on the same level as you? No, I mean, relationships. yeah, I I don't mind where you're at. Mm-hmm. As long as you're someone who's willing to learn. So you don't mind a broke way? As long as you're trying to elevate the situation, okay, I don't mind. Cool. Political answer still, I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go on. But yeah, I, I don't mind if like, if you're not as financially literate as me and I, I wouldn't expect you to be. Mm. Um, as, but as long as you're trying to learn and as long as I'm not the only source of your learning, I think that's, that, that's where I get annoyed. If, if you're asking word, me... Word, 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 word. The questions and not trying to do any of your own research. Word, word, word. That's where that's I get annoyed. Still, if you mm. can come to me and say, you know what, I looked up this and I don't quite understand this, could you mm. explain it to me? You've done some, you've taken some initiative. I can mm. now explain it to you. But if you're, has, if, if I'm your source, then yeah. Has 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 this been a problem for you at any given time in, in your life in terms of like relationships, what, money, when money was an issue, or finances was an issue, or was it not really a thing you were focusing on? Obviously, you guys were young. Or oh, you yeah. mean like romantically? Yeah, or? I'm talking about romantically. Okay, like people yeah. you've been with, has finances ever been a problem? Because I feel like that's the generation we're in right now. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, the whole city girl act up, all that, all that <laughs> stuff. People, people, and I, and this is something that I feel like I want to stress on in it. And people hate when I say this in it, but yeah. women are hypergamous. Women like to be with men. Yeah. As much as they deny this, yeah. women like to be with men who can show a sense of provision that can yeah, show yeah. that they've got you. In a sense, do you get? You're looking at me like I'm bugging. No, 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 has got it like who who can show that he can provide for you yeah so if he doesn't i'm not saying she's willing she's going to leave you like that but she's definitely more inclined to like right okay clearly something's going on here he can't provide for the both of us or he can't provide for me and at some point she will leave yeah yeah how do you use that statement in terms of that hypergamy me like, personally yeah um no i don't think that's that true okay personally interesting um i've never really looked at someone's finances and said oh my gosh yeah like if, if you're not here then <laughs> that's blah, the one blah. like yeah no like like for me it's not really been an issue i know for my friends that has been like a, hey, a major thing. but for me i'm quite i'm quite easy so what's the difference between you and your friends then my friends have certain expectations Wait. so they have like he must do this and he must take me out these amount of times and i'm not paying for a single thing and blah blah Whereas i'm quite like I, I didn't realize how easy going I was. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't realize how easy going I was until I was, <laughs> talked to my friends. I'm like, whoa, okay. Well, wow, they opened your eyes, yeah. Yeah. So was there a lot of things that you were letting slide? Um, no, I guess, no, not not really. No, actually. Huh? No, no, no. I was, I was trying to think. No, no. Interesting. I, I, I just want people to understand, like, in terms of finances, especially when it comes to relationships and love and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Let's focus on the importance of why you're with somebody. Quote unquote. Obviously, you like the person. You're in love yeah. with that person. But don't let that be at the, I guess, don't don't let love, this sounds so brazy, but there needs to be a balance, do you get it, between obviously your your feelings for somebody yeah, yeah. and obviously, because I'm not going to lie to you, as much as people don't like to say that money isn't everything, it, it, it really is, in the sense of that money is literally what, like you can't do anything 
without without some without yeah, yeah, yeah finance you get yeah so i feel like that needs to be that needs to be an emphasis which it is but obviously like i said we have something we have very extreme uh <laughs> extreme ways about how we go about yeah. this in terms of like obviously how women see things and how men see yeah, things yeah. as well um have you ever been in a position where you feel like somebody's been with you for the fact that you know i guess you're more financially literate you got you got you got, you got peas you got money no, no, never. Never. no, 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 interesting. Yeah, it's actually crazy. Never, like, do you I think, think so? I would think not, not that I would think that obviously because but you're, I'm, yeah, the platform you have, I would guess that like you're someone who's very good with money. So, yeah. in a sense, it's like people yeah. know you got it like that. No, like, I've um, one person I was with, he I remember there's one time he wanted to take me out and call cool, whatever, yeah, like, good, and then it came to like paying and that was that was fine no 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 no, no. It, it wasn't even anything like that uh, it wasn't Kia, even about to hurt this brother no, bro. what's no, no, going I'm, on i'm absolutely not you Go don't know on. what i'm gonna say it came uh, to paying whatever on. cool cool we paid not even a thing cool we carried on um like i said we've been seeing each other for a while now yeah, right yeah, yeah. and then he basically so this is before i start my platform okay like cool. he kind of opened up about his finances yeah. he, um he worked freelance so his invoices okay, hadn't cool. been cleared yeah, yeah. yet so he said to me that he had never had no job before, but he got it just so he could still take me out because he expected his invoices to have been paid before yeah, he took yeah, me yeah. out, but he wasn't. So he got an, um, an overdraft. And I remember I was just like, oh my gosh, you should have said, like, I would have paid because like, I actually would have paid for it. Like, th those <laughs> kind of things, like, it's not even like I'd, I wouldn't want someone to get into debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, yeah. Just, to just please to, me, yeah. it's not that deep. I can't lie to you. Wow. You can really cook at home, it's not that deep. Wow. So, wow, yeah, wow, that's wow, see, wow. you never know what I was going to go wow. for. Like, I was going to hold him up. No. Wow. <laughs> All right. My bad. I dropped to the gun too quick. Can't lie. Yeah. Um, talk to me about credit cards. I want to talk to you about that real quick because. I feel like this is very interesting. Um, there's this notion, there's this stigma in terms of credit cards, yeah. especially within us as black black people in general, where people don't like the idea of credit cards. Yeah. They don't like the idea of wanting to get a credit card. They don't like the, the, the notion of it in general. At yeah. one point, even myself, I even said like, right, yeah, there's no way man's getting a credit card. Yeah. Simply because I guess maybe it's to do with my misconceptions and obviously the misconceptions of others. Mm -hmm. But people feel like getting a credit card worsens your finances. Mm -hmm. what's, your, what's your take on that? From a guru perspective. From a guru perspective. Yes. This is a penny, penny to pound hat coming on right now. Go on. So one thing I say all the time is that there's no such thing as bad debt. Mm. There's no such that's thing interesting. as bad debt. That's interesting. So credit cards, that's not bad debt. Mm -hmm. The only way that debt becomes bad is when you misuse it. So credit cards are word, not word, a bad word, tool. Word, 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 word. Hello, James. Go on. Credit cards aren't a bad tool. Yeah. It's it's a way for you to buy something now and pay it, pay for it later, pay for, it pay later. for it in installments, mm -hmm. or build up your credit, however you choose to use it. Yeah. It's when people misuse it. It's when people spend loads of money, <laughs> can't run pay it up, <laughs> and then start paying the minimum and say, oh, you know what? I missed this payment. I missed that payment. I can't pay it back. Oh. That's where people have this stigma. And I find a lot of time, when you actually get to the root of the stigma, mm -hmm. it's usually, not all the time, but a lot of it's down to... Maybe someone's parents got into debt before. Now, now they, uh, they've raised them and said yeah, credit cards are bad. Yeah, never get a yeah, credit card, credit or card. because their parents have been not not necessarily mm. traumatized, a bit bit strong. But you know, like no, you can use that themselves. word. Yeah, I definitely know a lot. Yeah, of people, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. See what I mean? Like a lot 100. of parents. Whereas I was raised, my dad never told me about it. My dad said as soon as you can get one, you should get one. Oh, so he so was forty. Like he was like, yeah, yeah get a credit yeah, card. Like, I, I think I got mine one when I was twenty. Bro. So I was in second year, and I told him I was like, I'm gonna apply for one. He said, yeah, go get it. Like, yeah, get it. Have your parents always been, I guess, in favor of? finance in the sense of like being financially literate is that um, something that they've pushed from you from young as well yeah 100%. i said it all the time my parents mm -hmm. are part of the reason why i have so much knowledge now like okay. growing up that's what they always did like at, at certain points in my life yeah they gave me the relevant tools like lessons that yeah. i needed so like from when i was like 
I think like nine, ten, open up a savings account, so mm. junior ISA for me. Then when I got to 15, 16, it was like, okay, now you've got your first job, you need to actually learn how to save and this is how you should do it. Mm. Here's some, like, I remember my phone bill went in my name, so this is like my first bit of responsibility. Right. And then when I got to 18, so when I actually went to for uni, my dad was like, okay, you need to start thinking about maybe saving for your house when you come out. Like, this is how it works. You need to get an ice, you need to do all this. So yeah, like, I've got your that still. Yeah. That's so crazy because I feel like, especially us as, 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 as young black boys and girls, I can only speak for myself, but obviously finance, financial literacy didn't really come from that young. Like yeah. I, I, I had to become financially literate. I probably should probably say maybe like, probably the start of secondary school mm. or like middle, middle start, yeah, start middle of secondary school, yeah, 70, yeah. year nine is when I kind of start understanding finances a bit better yeah. and how to manage money and things I'm like that. I mean, you get pocket money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. How do I look of, after that? Or things, or things of that nature. Yeah. Um, it's one thing that you're you are pushing for, I guess, financial literacy in schools. Do you think that that's yeah. something that needs to be yeah, needs to be touched on? Yeah, and I, I think there's there's this this conversation. I think a lot of people are like, it needs to be in schools, and I completely agree with you. Mm. But I don't think the onus is on teachers. I think it's on the government that the okay. government needs to fund it. Yeah. But I think we can't ask teachers to do to, all the work basically. To 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 teach something that they're not qualified to teach in the sense that oh, okay. teachers. So if you take it to primary school, yeah. primary school teachers teach every single subject, yeah, every every single yeah, subject, yeah. and we can't expect them to now so learn, learn financial literacy and then be able to convey yeah. it in like that manner. And then when you go to secondary school, you have a whole host of teachers teaching you different subjects, yeah. and we can't expect any of those teachers, even so now, like form tutors, mm, to take on that role in PSHE yeah. and teach you. I think it's down to the government to provide extra funding to bring external people in, like myself or like anyone else, um, to come in and actually teach. The People students, work, yeah. um, in the way that they need to hear it, because even like teachers, you you find yourself when you're in school, there will be sometimes you be like, oh, you know, I don't want to go into this one. Like, oh, yeah, this is dead. Like this teacher, because some teachers they're good with the knowledge, but they can't convey they it in a certain way. way. I feel like that's yeah, that's something you do very very well. Like Thank I have you. to I have to actually congratulate you on that. Still, I feel like you make finances almost fun in yeah. a sense. You make I try it, to, yeah. you make it, you make it fun, and obviously social media plays a very big part of that as well. Yeah. I feel like that's something that's aiding to your platform because. Yeah, yeah. When you when you hear finances, it's such a it's such a boring think, oh, such no, a boring thing to, to talk about because there's yeah. so many things that you have to understand. But the way that the way in which you're going about it is is is, is very good. Um, just before we close, so, um, I was gonna ask you, what's what's your favorite highlight of the year of last year so last far? Year. Yeah, my favorite highlight probably would have to be I've got two. Mm -hmm. So number one, I'm probably working with NatWest. So after months of lockdown, it was my first shoot of the year in October, but it was great. I had a full day shoot with working with NatWest and Cosmopolitan Maggie was sick. Mm. It was a great time. And and I got to bring on my friends. I got to hire nice, them as freelancers and nice, be able to have nice, them on. Nice, so that was great. Nice, nice. Um, and then secondly, it was probably when Penny's Pounds won an award, the podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, hey, Kia's award winning, you know. <laughs> hey, where's my fucking gun, bro? <laughs> Kia's award winning, bro. Let me yeah, let me put that into so, perspective. Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, so that was sick. I, I didn't expect it at all because my category, I was like insane. I didn't mm. expect it at all. So I remember when I actually got called up and I went up, I came back and I started crying with my friend. And she's like, me, why are you crying? You won. And I, just, I, just, I didn't expect it. I promise you, I had my phone ready to record everyone else. <laughs> and then when it's a penis pound, I said, wait, what? Said, ah, she she what? was touching me like, go up, go up. So yeah, that it is wasn't, yeah. mad. That is mad. Um, what's something you're looking forward to this year, 2021? I'm looking forward to continued growth, penis pounds. And I'm also looking forward to just creating more diverse content. I have loads of ideas. Mm. Just being able to step out of lockdown properly mm. and actually put those into play would be amazing. That's so sick. That's so sick. That's so sick. Um. Yeah. Uh. Just one more thing before I go. Kia's birthday was last week. How did that go? <laughs> how did you, How did you celebrate? Um. It was really good actually. So I didn't have oh. any plans. I was gonna be on Netflix. Can't I? But my friends, one of them during the day had like a picnic set up for me. So I had a Swear. picnic with her. Yeah, that was lovely. That was so nice. She had all the food and everything, all my favorite food and drinks and stuff. Oh. And then in the evening, one of my other friends cooked me a three course meal and Rotten. had it all like that. She One had of your friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. No one go say one of their friends. No, no, no. I mean, genuinely, if you have sorry, me on, sorry if you have me on stories, sorry, I just literally one of my friends. I just thought I'd go there. No, no Jenny was one of my friends. She cooked me like a free course meal, everything. She, she even got, got her boyfriend to be like the waiter coming, pouring our drinks, everything. Wow. But, yeah, it was great. COVID permitting, what would you have preferred? What would you have wanted to do? I think I would have loved to have had like a like an apartment, have all my close mm, friends around because nice. obviously there's a lot of people I didn't get to see on my birthday nice, nice, that I would have wanted nice, to be with. Nice. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on thank today. Thank you for having me. You are absolutely amazing. Um, keep doing what you're doing. A lot of people need stuff like this. It's very important to educate people on finances, um, how to manage money, how to just be yeah. literate in finance, literally. Yeah. But um, yeah, just before we go, this is the opportunity for yourself to plug yourself one more time. Let everybody know what you're on, what you do, <laughs> what it do. So let people know what's up. Um, this is your time, God. One more time. My name is Kia. I'm a public speaker, personal finance guru, yes, and sir. creator of the platform Pennies to Pounds. If you want to find Pennies to Pounds, literally type in pennies, I-E-S, to pounds on all platforms. We've got podcasts as well. Educating you every single week about finances. Different. Yeah, you tune in, you know. Don't, don't just be listening to her voice. Make sure you tune in as well. <laughs> Sorry, I was um, to interject, God. And yeah, we're on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Facebook, wherever you want to want to yes, find sir, us, brother. Yes, sir. And that's a wrap.